as many ask, yes. At times, it's very much like the woman on billions. Similar to her, I view all of my engagements through a psychologically informed lens. Welcome to Idea Mix Radio. I'm Sam Jayanti, and every week I chat with entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, career changers, experts, and enthusiasts for insider tips that you can apply to turn your idea into a business. So sit back and enjoy today's show. Rachel Blakeman is a psychoanalyst and coach working with a variety of entrepreneurs, executives, and CEOs. In her own words, she deals with all aspects of business life and their psychological underpinnings. Rachel, welcome to IdeaMix Radio. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So, Rachel, you were very articulate about describing your own journey of how you came to coaching. And so I want to take a quick listen. I work as a psychodynamic management consultant and advisor or as an executive coach, depending on my client's needs. As many ask, yes, at times it's very much like the woman on billions. Similar to her, I view all of my engagements through a psychologically informed lens. That means that I draw upon my clinical experience and expertise in human behavior to understand the psychological underpinnings of whatever the situation that is presented. For example, I don't simply identify new behaviors for leaders to habitualize. I work on a deeper level, bringing about internal shifts that allow the leader to be different, not just behave differently. So to accomplish that, we have to understand firstly historical influences, the ways the current behaviors serve the leader because they did, and how and why they developed. Helping leaders benefit from real deep insights and positioning them not just to change behaviors, but to become happier, more fulfilled leaders it is what really drives me in my work. So Rachel, we have coaches with lots of varied backgrounds. Not many have started a baby products company before they became a coach. And you're a trained lawyer and you practice law for some time. So tell us about that journey and that amalgam, which I think has so informed who you are as a coach and the work you do with your clients. It does. I've always been someone who has needed to have using all parts of my brain and haven't been afraid to try new things and could do my own legal work for the baby products company when I started it. A big cost saving as an entrepreneur. It's absolutely <laughs> a huge cost saving, including I did the closing documents for the most part. I had exactly. another lawyer look over them, but yeah. um, it saved me a lot. Yeah. And it really just allowed me to use all of my different skills. I was seeing patients in private practice and then just jumped in without thinking so much, which is the opposite of what I, sh- <laughs> you know, a little bit of a hippo. We read that about you. <laughs> a little impulsive hypocrite, but just did it and learned so much and had a wonderful experience. Fantastic. Um, it's so interesting that you really look at the psychological lens that 
anyone engaged in business that you work with, and, and this applies to anybody at, at every level, right? I mean, you happen to work with very senior level people, but um, it is the underpinnings of their own psyche that inform how they behave, who they are, and the lens that they come at things with in the workplace. At what point did you realize how important that was? So early on in my practice, I in my uh, work with patients, I was helping a lot of senior people in a different capacity. Yeah. And there was a pattern where the family dynamics and the historical influences replayed at work. And I came to an understanding, in essence, of like from dining room to conference room or boardroom. And there were family dynamics that replayed interpersonally. There were ways that people had certain blind spots that were historically influenced or couldn't manage conflict. Right. And I realized how much was missing in terms of people having the data about themselves and others in order to really excel at what they were doing. It's such an it's such an important um, awareness, right, for each individual to develop because uh, it's this process of talking about it with someone like you in a coaching context that really builds self awareness of the baggage we all carry around, right, from our childhoods, marriages, parenting, whatever it may be. Um, but, but things that it's so essential to build self-awareness around to, uh, inform and adapt who we are as leaders, as managers, as members of a team, um, and in our personal lives, right? Yeah, it's so interesting because when, when you grow up with a certain experience and family dynamic and certain friends, it really is impossible to have other information influencing it. You, at a very early age, you yeah. pick out what's important based on who your caregivers are. Yeah. And then the rest of your life is viewed through that adjusted lens. Right. And then someone else had completely different experiences and adjusted his or her own lens accordingly. And then you're trying to engage and communicate and understand one another. And it's, you know, a wonder that we actually get there. Right. I mean, in, in so many ways, we can be talking at cross purposes right. with so easily, right, because of those different lenses. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, I want to take a quick look at here's how you described who your clients are um, in terms of the individuals that you work with. Let's take a quick listen. How did I become a psychodynamic advisor and coach? I started as a corporate lawyer and went on to earn my master's. I had this whirlwind period where I was training to be a psychoanalyst, seeing patients, and running a baby products company on Townden. After I sold my company, I had this moment where I just didn't know what I wanted to do next. I had a deep understanding of human behavior, a legal background, a private practice, but I was missing the idea of what my next challenge could be. Then, one night over drinks with a CEO friend, I'd been in my considerable four-year litigation within 24 hours. I could blame the wine, and probably should, but mostly I was so struck that no one had thought about the litigants as human beings. The suit was dropped the next day, and yes, I certainly got lucky. Not just with the case, but I realized the magnitude of how impactful it would be for senior leaders to view all decisions and strategies through a psychologically informed lens. And so now I have the great honor of working with leaders in various capacities to do just that. Rachel, I loved what you said in your video about facilitating change, um, as well as this feeling which you know, doesn't get talked about enough, right? Which is that it is extremely lonely. Um, it's lonely, not just at the top, but I think when you're in a leadership role, wherever that is within the organization, because it isn't so easy to have conversations with your colleagues um, or, or even friends necessarily. And your family members always have a limited perspective, right, on the challenges you're facing. Through their lens. <laughs> Through their lens, exactly. Um, so it's a, it, it is a very lonely process. And I think, um, but tell us how you really act as a, as a partner and an advisor and a sounding board for your clients. So initially, there's a period of time where, of course, with anyone, you develop trust and develop the relationship. And as time goes on, people really look to me to have a different perspective on what they're talking through, going through a decision. And it becomes a resource that really, as people say, is is unmatched by and not replicatable by anyone within the company who right. has other motivations and it can have different impact on them and a ripple effect that a leader doesn't want to have. Yeah. And so do you have clients who just never want to leave you in a sense? Because yes, I mean, I have very, very long-term clients who see the value yeah. in continuing the conversation. And oftentimes I will meet with the scene with other senior leaders in the company or organization or get called in to, you know, do discovery and focus groups and figure out what's going on in the culture. And 
it allows me to, to look at so many different things that a traditional consultant might have an area of expertise, which when you have an expertise in human behavior, it's quite broad. Yeah. And gives you the necessary context in a way, right, to coach that individual more effectively, uh, but also understand the personalities and the dynamics involved that that individual is facing as the leader of a team or an organization. Right. And get some feedback about that leader's challenges from the perspective of people who work alongside. Right. Do you ever find or, or what do you do? I'm sure you found this right. But um, what do you do in situations where um, as you learn more about this context of the people around uh, someone in a leadership role, how they're feeling, what they're saying about the culture, the leadership um, do you find, I mean, people are sort of notoriously bad at self-reporting, right? Um, people find this in, in software and, and in um, user experience all the time. Do you find that with your clients that they're maybe not as accurate at self-reporting as you might have expected? We, have, we all have blind spots. Sure. So there is that. I think the, the people who tend to engage me Unless it's a mandated situation where there are, you know, probably have been told to organization, right? They tend to be more interested in seeking feedback from others, learning about themselves, and so there's usually less of a complete disconnect because they've been open to the feedback over time, right? That absolutely makes sense, and they've come into the coaching process with a, a high degree of self-awareness, right. but an openness to that process. And so it isn't, you know, they don't take everything so personally or they're not posturing in any way. And it's a safe space for them. Yeah. Usually the things that are difficult for them to see yeah. have been difficult their entire lives. And yeah. so there can be this moment of, ugh, that's why... I do X, Y, Z, and I've tried not to do it, and I don't want to do it, and yet there I am. If you know, it's almost automatic. Yeah, and to make that connection is really powerful. Totally, makes a lot of sense. Um, here's what how you described how you work with your clients. Let's take a quick look. Why do I work with senior leaders in an organization to facilitate change? Well, from one, I love it and I'm just incredibly lucky. I have the honor of being a trusted confidant and advisor to people on whom tens of thousands of people depend. And it is truly lonely at the top, but I believe having a thought partner whose only interest is the company and your success, with whom you can discuss complex, nuanced decisions, is crucial and often overlooked. I get to have Part in helping to position a leader not only for personal and professional success and fulfillment, but also to make the best psychologically informed decisions for the company's greatest assets, its people. I can't think of anything more rewarding. So I'm so glad you said it, Rachel, because no other coach likes to say this, but it's something I think about all the time. And I think Lots of coaches, I imagine, think about this all the time, especially ones who are coaching executives um, and leaders. The woman on billions, right? Like Wendy will forever be imprinted in our imagination. And um, 
it's such a great case in point of her understanding people uh, in terms of their blocks or the blocks to their performance or the blocks to their articulation of what they want and what they're trying to achieve. Um, and, and one of the things you talked about in describing how you work with, with your clients is there's awareness of a change that needs to be made. And then there's embedding that changed behavior so that it becomes a habit, right? And there's so much research now on how to embed habits and interesting books that you and I have both read. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, but, but talk a little bit about how in the coaching context, you bring someone working with you from the awareness of that change to the practical, tactical application of that change and then to it embedding as a habit. So for me, I start with the, okay, let's talk about the behavior. First, I've already had some background about family upbringing, important milestones, struggles. Yeah. And how have you gathered that background? Through a sort of written process or they've articulated that to you? Conversation. Conversation. Yeah. You know, I, I will ask, tell me about a dinner conversation. Yeah. You'd be so surprised by just a description of what we're dinners like if you had them in your house what were they like so this sort of harkens back to childhood it's like tell me about a typical dinner experience you had as a child right and and really you just get all of the different dynamics my sister talked over me my dad was home or we never had right dinner i was doing homework in my room and you can imagine how those childhood experiences have informed people yeah. about their relationship style yeah. in general, but also at work. Yeah. And so once you have that, when people begin to share, well, tell me about how it shows up, what what happens for you. Right. What and you can really link it to another experience for the person. And all of a sudden it makes sense that they're responding to somebody else in their lives or they developed an idea of wasn't that what you should do i mean anytime i hear should i know there's some rule that someone told them you know when you way back when right (laughs) well how do you know you should and it's like i don't know how i know yeah like i shouldn't i should yeah and it can be 
really so helpful because the person no longer needs that habit. Right. They adapted that habit when it was useful to them with very different people and when they didn't have a choice. Yeah. There were no other options. They were kids or younger. And now, you know, they're the CEO of a big company. They have all of the choices in the world and they're still engaged in a particular behavior or not you know, or having a blind spot about something or avoiding, you know, letting someone go that really is underperforming. Right. And it all goes back to what their experiences were. And so as they work through that and understand it, there is new habits forming, but it's also the purpose of the behavior isn't there anymore because they get gain an understanding of I'm responding to something else like, oh, I don't have to do that. That's what caused that. Yeah. And that moment of insight is so powerful, I imagine, right? I mean, I remember those moments when I've worked with coaches and um, they're a real discovery because they're these sort of innate um, or behaviors that have become innate because of some experience in childhood that you just, you know, kind of default into. And it's almost like someone finally telling you that, you can flip the switch and not do that thing anymore. And, you know, there's a different approach to, to handling those situations. Um, wonderful. Well, Rachel, tell us, to, to, as, we, as we wrap up, is there a type of person, you know, we spend a lot of time at Ideamix thinking about coachable clients, right? You spend a lot of time thinking about who's coachable. I'm sure this is something that you assess when you meet new clients. Tell us your thoughts on coachability. So I really do believe that anyone interested is coachable. Yeah. I know there's an understanding of it. And there's the same thing in the psychoanalytic community. Is this person analyzable? Right. And look, if someone's really interested, are you going to completely change everything about that person? Of course not. But. And neither would you want to. No, right? I mean, they're, yeah. you know, they're, yeah. they're where they are. Yeah. They're, they're happy or not. You know, if they're yeah. not happy, then there's that motivation. Sure. But if someone's willing to show up and engage in the conversation yeah. and develop insights about different situations, then they're coachable. Something will happen in the interaction with you. Yeah. That you can point out and say, so that's it. What you just did right there is what, and then there's, oh, like, it's not they're complaining, they're, you know, it's right. not true. It's, it, it just happened with us. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps you. So, so you must sometimes find someone isn't coachable and, and, and then don't end up working with them, right? I don't tend to have that experience. Okay. Um, you know, it it depends. I there are some complicated dynamics where I sure. get called in. Yeah. And usually there are enough insights gained okay. where again, keep in mind when I'm gonna get called in. If someone is a complete disaster and they're not successful and they're I'm not no one's gonna say like 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.